The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you a healthcare professional looking to translate psychedelic research into practice? Then register for Psychedelic Harm Reduction and Integration, a professional training offered by psychologist Elizabeth Nielsen and Ingmar Gorman at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Earn 12 continuing education credits as you discover how to better support clients who have an interest in psychedelics. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Radiate Wellness Podcast with your host, metaphysician, Reiki master, and hypnotherapist, Christy Clemens Hoffman. Each week, we will discover teachings, tips, and tools to radiate your best life ever with practitioners, authors, and luminaries to help you on your path. Wellness, joy, peace, abundance. What do you want to radiate? Hello and welcome back to the Radiate Wellness Podcast, where today I am joined by Carol Obley and Vincent Jenna, who are both former guests and internationally known psychics, to talk about what's coming up in 2024. Buckle up, buttercups. It sounds like it's going to be a ride. So, Carol, welcome. You are an author. You've written five books, a sixth one working on right now, and are no stranger to making predictions. What do you see for 2024? We did a little chat here before before we recorded, and this is a very pivotal year. And I would rather talk from my standpoint on the nature of consciousness that that's happening. And because that fuels everything. And so when we look at what's in the collective consciousness, that's what I am tuned in with as far as you know, an overview of what's happening. And I am very studied in astrology. I've taken many workshops on it and I've read many, many books on it. So what we're seeing right now on on a collective level is a major shift and transformation. And everybody I'm sure is feeling that unless they're living under a rock somewhere. And that is symbolized in the sky by the shift of the planet Pluto out of Capricorn into Aquarius, which will actually happen later this month in January. And so there is a world of difference between those two energies, those two signs. Pluto has been in Capricorn since 08. And that's when we saw that big housing market crash and, you know, the economy was very poor at that time. Things just really seemed to unravel. Now, as we approach the shift into Aquarius, Aquarius is much more concerned with humanitarianism than Capricorn that is concerned with the structures of society, banking, government, 
education, anything that is sort of a solid structure. And so that's why you were seeing religion, organized religion. That's why you were seeing so much crumble, so much toxicity being exposed. That is Pluto's job, evolutionary-wise, is to bring toxins or poison to the surface so that it can be expunged, so that it can be dealt with and seen for what it is. So we're at the tail end of that. And usually, and currently, Pluto is at 29 degrees Capricorn. The 29th degree of any sign is very auspicious for intensification. So that's why we're all seeing it's like hell is breaking loose with a lot of different things. Violence, upheaval, confusion. This is all preceding change. And it's actually part of change. It's necessary to get rid of the old so that the new can come in. But that doesn't mean that we throw the baby out with the bathwater. So we have to be mindful of what are we going to keep during this transformation? What is working? What isn't working? And I believe what we're going to really see, and my own spirit team, that's my term for my spirit guide to help me. For those who don't know the spirit team, every human being has spirit guidance. They are not superior to you. They are part of your team. They are to help you. And they are exceedingly active at this time with helping people with this huge transformation that we're going through. So we're going to see a lot more chaos before the dust settles. And I'm talking about actually internally with people as well. Anxiety and depression. I have done many years of readings for people. I specialize in mediumship, but I also do life guidance sorts of readings. People are more confused right now, searching for purpose spiritual purpose, where they fit in, you're going to see those of us who are in the consciousness field more active this year in, in sort of helping people, not in a superior manner, in an arrogant manner, but what we're put here to do, which is to serve and to lead through guidance. So you're going to see a lot of people really finding their purpose as far as their divine purpose, what the soul has come here to do based on what the soul signed up for before coming. And you're also going to see a lot more humanitarian sorts of collaborations. Now, we all know that right now, you know, with the influx of illegal migration, immigration, and so forth. So we have to, again, there's this duality of that being very chaotic and actually, in my opinion, extremely impractical based on just logistics of food, shelter, resources, healthcare, that sort of thing. But there's also the other side of it in humanity coming together with helping one another. So the polarities, and that's what Aquarius really is. It's about polarities. And so it's necessary to modulate polarities and to create new solutions from the combinations. So you're going to see more of that occurring as well between groups of people. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, there's the good, there's the bad. We're on this thing called Earth, which is a great schoolroom. 
it's where we work things out. It's we've all agreed to come here and experience this great shift. We wouldn't be here if the soul had not planned it. So those of us who are working in the consciousness field on an individual level, certainly those of us who do readings, but I feel also teaching is really going to be ramped up on spiritual insights, spiritual metaphysical teachings as we go through this great shift. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you really care, you're seeing this more of on a, a consciousness level, what's coming up for 2024, the, the highlights, and on a personal consciousness level as well. Yeah. Yeah. You really can't separate the two because the individual, all change begins with an individual. There's no other way to do it according to natural law. So what we have is more people questioning the status quo, more people going, wait a second, there's more to life than the material. There's the spiritual and an awakening taking place. Yeah, I feel like this awakening has been going on for several years, but it does seem to be ramping up within the oh. past three months, I think. So, yes. Mm-hmm. So Vincent, you're the author of The Secret That's Holding You Back and have your own podcast as well. And I do. What, your podcast is also called The Secret That's Holding You Back, right? No, the podcast is The Jenna Effect, Become Unstoppable. Perfect. Yeah, and you are unstoppable. So that- Oh, I'm trying to be. And we have to be at this point. Yeah. Well, what do you see coming up for 2024? Well, first of all, I do want to remark and say that I love what Carol started with is that this is a consciousness shift, yeah. an important consciousness shift. Here is where I am different than most everybody. Okay. Yes, I agree that change is supposed to occur. And actually, We are following right now, and most people don't understand this, the book of Revelation. We are (laughs) in that path right now. When people ask me, is this the apocalypse? Well, let's put the apocalypse aside. But when you look at some of the symbolism that was going on, all the things between the fighting, the wars, the bombing, those were the seven seals and the seven horsemen that was sent down to the earth to cause those things. They already caused. We're right in the middle of it. The interesting thing is the seventh seal, when it's broken in the book of Revelation, means there's peace and harmony and never a pain again. Okay, but here's the issue with all of that and all this opportunity for change. None of it. Zilch is guaranteed. Nothing is guaranteed. So when we say we want to make sure that your people hear This isn't happening by itself. This shift, every crisis has given us an opportunity, okay? When we experienced 9-11 here, all right, and all of the prejudices that have been coming out recently between Muslims, gays, women, black, all of that, that was really funny because right after 9-11, all of those kinds of people were under those buildings and everybody was trying to help them out. And it's when a building falls on top of us that we always have the opportunity to do something good. But what has happened since 9-11? It's gotten even worse amongst us. We did not pick up and learn anything from it. It's not a guarantee. Now, this shift in consciousness, that's what the Mayan calendar was all about. Okay, December 12th, um, 2021, right? When the Mayan calendar ended, everybody 12th, that's right, was going to come to an end. Well, and yes, that was about a new shift, a new understanding. So 
There are more books. There are more teachers. There are more movies. There are more, much more insight on the internet. And not a thing has changed. Why? Because all of that is a great storage facility for all this wisdom. But it is useless unless people put it into practice. And where the consciousness awakening is, is we always had all the answers. We came here to know what we know, and you get to know what you know deep down by experiencing it, and we have forgotten who we are. And so all the work we've been trying to do now is to try to remember. We have to get people to remember before they even start applying everything. You are more than this physical being. You are a divine being. You are magnificent. You are part of a greater power. Now do something with it. So that's like Star Wars, that's the saga. If Luke Skywalker never woke up and agreed to it and said, oh, I'm, I believe in the force and I'm going to start using it and learn how to use it, we'd still be on episode six, which is the way it started, right? You know, one, two, three, four, five, six. We'd still be on the beginning episode. It wouldn't have gone anywhere. And that's exactly where we are right now. We have not gone anywhere. We have gotten so bad that we have to have out-of-universe help. That's why you're seeing all the aliens coming down and trying to make contact with us because we are so far behind as a species that they're like, okay, look, I know we're supposed to let every species learn for themselves and grow and go to school and get all of that, but they are going to hell in a handbasket down there. We got to keep our windows locked when we drive past that damn universe. We have to now do something to help them. And they're coming down here to try to help us. What do we do right away? We make them into spiders and bugs and reptilians that are going to suck our brains out. <laughs> All right? Rather than our brothers and sisters that are trying to help. So we desperately need help. Is the opportunity here? brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. And what us teachers are feeling, Carol, you, Christy, me, myself, and everybody else that is involved in this, like you said, a ramping up of trying to help people. Matter of fact, I even use that word in helping individuals. We have to become, and you said another thing, Carol, that I love, we have to pull our resources together, not separate them and form another individual agency. When I went to the School of Social Work to get my master's in clinical social work, all right, we had to decide what type of practice we wanted to get involved in. Micro practice meant that we were going to become clinical, and macro practice means that we're going to work with agencies. Every single one of the students in my class, all they wanted to do was form a new agency because their agency was going to heal. This agency is going to get a piece of the pie of the support money, and we're going to get it all done, even though you've been trying, you're not working. That's not going to work. That's separation. That's the reason why we have problems. We separated from ourselves. We separated from spirit. We're separate from each other. So therefore, the answer can't be forming another separate agency. We are going to be naturally wanting to pull it together, and we've got to agree upon that. There is a global coherence that is going on from heart math. There are all of these new inspirations. Let's pull together, let's pull together, let's pull together. 
because what we do individually empowers the fuel that when we bring it together makes it that much more powerful, mm -hmm. right? So yes, it's individual work we have to start with and that will lead us right out into wanting to reconnect with everybody else out there, our brothers and sisters, the desire to help, the desire to become a part of something bigger. But again, it's all opportunity. There's nothing guaranteed. So 2024, I do see a lot of upheaval and the planet's absolutely validated everything that I felt. I see earthquakes. Well, you know what? This day and age, you don't even have to be psychic to make the predictions, okay? Yeah, there's going to be more earthquakes. Yeah, there's going to be more tornadoes. It's already started. Yeah, there's going to be volcanoes erupting. Another one under the water just came up. And so this is happening, but we can expect it as long as the species and the humans on this planet have not healed themselves. And as long as there's more anger coming out and hatred and killing, then the world and the universe is going to be affected by that because we have dominion over everything. And so therefore it can only start individually. But here's what I need people to hear too. I know I always sound like the downer one, but I'm also the tell it like it is psychic because if you want to heal something, you have to see what needs to be healed. We see ourselves separate, like we're over here and we're safe in the United States. The two of us, three of us are here in the United States and the bombing and the fighting is over there, okay? In actuality, we're all part of that. We're all part of that because what's happening externally is always a reflection of what's happening internally with people. So this hatred and bombing, how many people condemn themselves all the time, ridicule themselves, have derogatory comments about themselves? Oh, God, I'm getting so old. I'm so stupid. I can't believe I did that. Oh, my gosh, I'm an ass. I'm whatever, right? Constantly, constantly. And we're so surprised that when it's externalized and that anger and hatred is now projected onto our brothers and sisters somewhere, so why should we be all surprised that that's happening? And why should we put a level as to what's bad? Okay, you know, I say I'm an idiot, but that's not half as bad as bombing a country. Guess what? In God's world, there is no levels. It's all the same. Any negative self-feeling is just the same. You just killed your brother. You just yeah. killed you. People need to realize is the interconnectedness. Yes, the interconnectedness. This is one of the reasons why I constantly I went vegan because of the extreme violence involved in animal agriculture. And I, I don't preach about it, but I do post to speak for the animals. They have no voice. I want people to see that what we do to others, animals included, what we do to the earth is a reflection of what's going on within us. It's our mindset. Mm -hmm. This consciousness is so important to get away from seeing, you know, like for example, with animals, oh, they're inferior. Right. That's how I can justify taking their life. And so that very same mindset is present in human trafficking and it has been present in slavery. In synagogues in shooting up uh, black neighborhood grocery stores and right it's the idea of the other 
Right, of course it is. You've got marriages and relationships not even able to work, right? Everybody is being promiscuous, but when we hear human trafficking, oh, oh, that is so much worse than being promiscuous, when in actuality, what you're doing is you're not respecting yourself, you're not respecting your body, and so that will externalize in some way. Everything we see external always starts internally first. So thank you for adding that. Yes, absolutely. So therefore the answer is work on the inside. Now we all had individual lives for a reason to have an individual experience, to understand that we are still individual lives, but we are interconnected because of the source that we come from. And so we're part of you, uh, the way I liken it is if you made this entire universe into a puzzle picture, right? And you can see all the little individual pieces of the puzzle. We're part of those pieces, right? We're one of those pieces that fit in to make the whole picture. Now, did you ever do a puzzle, especially the more pieces, a thousand piece puzzle, and you're down to the last piece and you've lost it? You don't know where it is. That's the most annoying thing is to have a big, beautiful puzzle and picture and one tiny little piece is missing. Well, that is exactly how important each of us are to complete this big picture. And so it's not a big picture until we realize that we're each part of that picture. So I'm connected. And if my piece is off, it's going to cause all the other pieces to be off as well. Even though I might be part of the pond down here and the sky is up here, I'm affecting it and I'm part of it. And when we have that reality, then we take a bigger responsibility. And uh, no, I'm not Debbie Downer here. This is the where the opportunity comes from, is understanding that and changing that consciousness within ourselves that we're starting to wake up slowly but surely all we need is critical mass. That's what the story of Sodom and Gomorrah is all about. It was to lay out an understanding for us, a critical mass. So in other words, for those who don't know it, right, the angel went to Lot and said, Sodom and Gomorrah is being destroyed and it will stop and you can stop the destruction if you wake up 11 people spiritually. And Lot tried to wake up 11 people, right? Whatever the number of people that residents were there, he couldn't even find 11, he couldn't find nine, and so he was told to leave. So all we need is a small enough number of positive, spiritual-minded people walking a spiritual path, and it will overcome all this negative. The problem is, when people ask me, well, we're waking up. Like you just said, we're waking up. We have a new consciousness, a new understanding. It hasn't been enough. It's not at a critical mass yet. We've got 8 billion people here. And how many of those people are really spiritually aware? That's why we've got to ramp up our power and our resources to get out there, speak more, say more, teach more be a light more, be an example more, so people start following in and waking up, and then we can get to a critical mass. And that's what we have an opportunity for through this entire year especially. But dang, it's such a species. We're such an arrogant, hard-headed species that buildings have to fall on top of us and volcanoes have to erupt all around us. And then maybe we'll go, oh, let's help each other. You think that's a good idea? You know, 
It's interesting that both of you are talking about this shift in consciousness, which is great because this is also what was reinforced by our resident astrologer, whose episode on 2024 is going to come out, I think right before this one, was talking about a paradigm shift in the astrology of our planet, a paradigm shift from this kind of combative to a more cooperative structure. Well, you know, as you say, Vincent, it's each individual person. Are we each going to do that? Are we each going to get there? I think it's going to take a lot of everybody pulling to turn this Titanic around. A yeah. lot of people pitching in and pulling in. So I'd like to just kind of switch gears a little bit and dive into some more specific type of subjects. One, I think, is climate change and you know the, the volcanoes, the earthquakes, the floods. Do either one of you predict anything on a big scale, kind of like what we saw in Morocco? Or what we saw, I think it was Eastern Europe that had all the flooding. Do we have yeah. any? Are you a healthcare professional looking to translate psychedelic research into practice? Then register for Psychedelic Harm Reduction and Integration, a professional training offered by psychologist Elizabeth Nielsen and Ingmar Gorman at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Earn 12 continuing education credits as you discover how to better support clients who have an interest in psychedelics. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. I don't want to take too much of your time, but I would like to ask you a few simple favors. First of all, please rate, review, and share this podcast wherever you're listening. You know, it sounds like a simple little thing, and it is, but it has a huge impact for us because it helps other people find us in the podcasting algorithms. I don't know how it works, but I do know that it helps a lot. Next, if you would subscribe or follow wherever you're listening, whether that's YouTube or Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Pandora, Spotify, wherever you're listening, just hit subscribe or follow, and that helps you. and it helps us. It helps you because then you receive notifications when we have a new episode that's out. It helps us because again, algorithm, magic, I don't know what happens, but it helps. And then finally, you can support our podcast in a tangible way by going to radiatewellnesscommunity.com slash podcast, and then click on support the show. Now we have a new feature too. We are now on Patreon. You can find us on Patreon. You can also find the link to Patreon when you go to radiatewellnesscommunity.com slash podcast. So on Patreon for $3 a month or $5 a month, you can support your metaphysical and spiritual growth. You can learn about upcoming guests and you can get early and ad-free versions of the shows. So please support us. This podcast is free for you to listen but we have costs and quite frankly, they come out of my pocket. So if you like this content, if you get a lot out of it, please see what you can do to give back. Thank you so much. Yeah, I was just going to say what you're seeing is the manifestation of Uranus in Taurus. What does that mean? Well, Uranus in astrology is called the Great Awakener and it's like a lightning bolt. It's impossible to predict when Uranus hits a sensitive point in our personal natal chart. And so it, it is, um, I would say, symbolized by the volcano erupting. What Uranus does on evolutionary terms, it releases pressure. It's a pressure release valve. 
So what you're seeing is the physical manifestation of Uranus and Taurus. Taurus is the earth. So very strong earth sign, fixed earth sign. It's going to be in there until early 2025. So my prediction is based on that reflection in the sky, as above, so below, you're going to be seeing more disruptions in the earth. I am not a huge proponent or believer in climate change other than pollution. I, absolutely, there is pollution on the earth. And that's coming out more too. You're going to see more of that, I would say in the next two years, because Saturn is in Pisces. What is that? Well, Pisces is water. Pisces is water. So you're going to hear more about cleaning up our waterways, maybe floods, floods. Saturn tends to be the great teacher. He's called the Lord of Karma. And if you want to talk about the Bible, we go back to the great flood that happened with Noah, you know, to really cleanse out the evil and so forth. So I predict there's probably going to be more flooding. I believe we're going to see more earth disruptions and electrical types of phenomena, you know, maybe perhaps with lightning and so forth. That's all Uranian. And you can pretty much gauge what's going to be happening in the collective consciousness by looking to the stars and their movement, their transits, mm -hmm. uh, both on a personal level, but also on a collective level. Again, you're talking about the microcosm of the individual who is a part, it's like Vincent was saying, who is a part of the greater puzzle and nobody can take your place, my place, his place in the unfolding divine plan. That's how important each soul is. Not One soul is not superior to another. And see, that has also stifled our growth. That is a false belief that there is. That's why you never hear me use the word gifted to my on myself with mediumship or whatever. Other people will have said it, but I will never say that. I do not believe that. I believe everything we get, we've earned in some way. But you're going to see more radical shiftings of people. And I really believe these earth changes are serving as wake-up calls. You know, in this new book I have coming up, I, I've written about wake-up calls in many of my past writings, and they are traumatic events that serve the purpose of jolting us out of what Eckhart Tolle calls the pain body, which is basically based in the past. It's a collective past that feeds on negativity. That's his definition of it. So the collective pain body is coming up for review as well. And we've certainly all seen a lot of that with anger and violence and hatred and jealousies. And, you know, that's all emanating from the ego or from the pain body. Right. You know, so, something that you said, Carol, that I thought was interesting about, I think you said it was Uranus who governs the water or maybe Neptune that governs the water. It's yeah, Neptune rules anything that's gaseous. Uh-huh. Anything that it, Neptune is very difficult to even define, but I don't want to make this all about astrology, but mm -hmm. the language, astrology is a symbolic language. And so it's really important. And you had mentioned, I believe, before we started recording, Christy, about looking at things symbolically, looking at things and, and gauging 
really, how are we going to use things? I, I'm kind of paraphrasing what you were talking about. And Vincent said this, it's what you do with it. That's why people go, well, you know, look at my chart. Okay. I do karmic astrology readings and they'll go, well, you know, like, can you tell me when this is going to, no, I can tell you when it's more likely to occur. I can tell you what you're confronted with, which is choice. Because that is the gift from God is free will. Mm -hmm. mm, definitely. I'd like to springboard off of that right there, if you don't mind, and talk about those buckets yes. you were talking about, Carol, that's perfect, because I have a complete different belief. Coming from my clinical social work background and my mindset on that, there is an understanding in the science world of biopsychosocial. They believe that your psychiatrists and medical doctors believe that biology controls us, that we have a chemical reaction first, which causes a thought, and then that's what you respond and react on. Then you've got the psychologist who believe, well, you have the thoughts first, right? And then that's where you respond from, and it creates everything else, including the biology. And then the social worker, the social part is, well, your environment is what causes you and influences you, right? All of which are leaving out the spiritual part. Well, it's the spiritual aspect that can influence all of it, right? Well, I believe the same thing then about the universe and astrology. I do not believe that astrology causes us. I believe we caused astrology. So in other words, when we, and if you really, this is in the Bible, in the story of creation, there is one line in it, and I don't even remember exactly what page it's on, that says that the, the souls were created first, then all the physical universes were created, and we were told right away, you will have dominion over everything physical because I created you in my image. Can God control the universe? If so, then so can we, because we're created in its image and are co-creators. We are causing the shift in the planets. We cause the alignment and not. Isn't it interesting that when this planet first evolved and there was all dinosaurs on it, scientists are finally understanding that the first human did not exist while the dinosaurs existed because they would have never survived. There were more dinosaurs. They would have been stomped out, killed, and eaten right away. But all of a sudden, a comet hits the planet and wipes out all of the dinosaurs. And then the flood comes along and the ice age comes along, wipes them all out. Boom, man can show up. Who caused that comet to hit the planet to get us here, to allow us to come here? So I believe that we wind up affecting everything. Everything has its own properties, like crystals, but we empower them. If we believe an amethyst is going to increase our psychic and metaphysical abilities, it will work. If we don't believe it, it's a rock and nothing more than just the rock. So it's us that are doing this. So yes, I do believe that we have a shaking right now of us by the shoulders. Wake up. I say that it's this is all a near-death experience. So when it comes to the planet, I do believe that we have climate change because we are affecting. If you do look globally, you will see temperature change. North Carolina itself, I've experienced it in 29 years that we've lived here, go from 85 degrees and as the average temperature to the summer, 
to 99 degrees as the average temperature in the summer. No winters, not the same anymore. Right. Then we just took an Alaskan cruise in July, and we got more information about those incredible glaciers. Watch them break apart as we're sitting there and falling into the water. Well, there is, this is a prediction, there is going to be a much larger chunk of the glaciers breaking off and falling into the water. Well, what does that do? That increases the level of the water as it melts. Not only that, it cools down the water as it's melting. And when it cools down the water and you have a different temperature above, you've got a different pressure going on, boom, you've got a setup for an incredible storms, right, that are happening. So that is all changing and, and going to be happening this year, especially more storms, more tornadoes. My gosh, tornadoes. This weekend. This is worse than the Wizard of Oz here. I, I mean, know. This weekend in Arkansas, parts of Arkansas, yeah. it was predicted tornadoes, hail, snow, blizzards all the same weekend yes and hail not hail not no. hail oh. hail, hail. Yeah. i mean come on if we don't have the 10 commandments going on over here with all the plagues that are coming out we have another epic movie going on it's unbelievable and yes that's going to happen i predicted volcanoes coming alive like you said carol absolutely uranus right who aligned uranus to have an effect on us like that you know, what put it there? Now, all of a sudden, it's lining up and the power, every planet has its power, has its its pull, has its effect on us, right? And so one is causing the other. And so I definitely feel there's a loop going on and it's causing all of this to come to the surface. Yes, it is raising all our negativity to the surface as it's supposed to. Again, that doesn't guarantee the clearing of that negativity. We have to work on clearing the negativity, right? We've seen the elections, politics. There's no politics anymore. There's no such thing as politics. Not the way Jefferson, not the way our forefathers created it. This is all about value systems, complete value systems. It's humanity and humanitarian or lack of. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. And we're creating another civil war coming, you know, between people. I was just told and just read that it's basically 50-50% of the people. That's a civil war. 51 direction, 50 completely in the other direction. That is unbelievable. It's not a minority anymore. It's half of this United States. And if it's half here, and we're the example of the world, it's the same way all over the world. You've just got that going Little on. South America and many parts of Europe are totally. all going to this as well. Yeah. Because yeah. it's human. It has nothing surprises me as to any part of the world. Not I don't care if it's Japanese, Chinese, Russian, or Ukrainian, or Australian. We're humans, but first... That's it. You know, we're souls that created a human existence and the human comes first before even the division of the ethnicities and nationalities and all of that. So this is the problem that we have as souls and, and spiritual beings that this is where we're learning from. So, right. yes, is it a lot of that upheaval going on, going to continue to go on? Fires, I said Japan was going to have an earthquake. It did before I even was able to predict it on January 1st, right? Well, it's going to have another one. In Eastern Asia, there's major earthquake and it's going to cause a major tsunami. The tsunami is going to do more damage than the earthquake is. 
Water, like we talk about, water is also represents emotions when you use it as a symbol in dream interpretation or anything else. So when you have emotions that are on the rise here as humans, you're going to have water in our physical world on the rise here. So thus the raising, the melting of the polar caps, raising of that, tsunamis, floods, floods galore everywhere. It's flooding all over the place. There's no place for the water to seep through anymore because it's coming down too much. We just had storms here in North Carolina. You know, when we were growing up, we had rain. You know, it rained all day. Okay, you put your raincoat on and your galoshes and you went out and the rain was trickling down. And if you really liked it, it's pretty. Not anymore. It goes sideways. That's it. It doesn't come down. It goes sideways between the wind, the forces, everything. My barbecue cover was in my neighbor's backyard just from the other day because we had a quick storm. It's like, it's crazy stuff. So we have to wake up. And I believe everything that's going on is the exact same reason why there are near-death experiences. Is a shaking of the shoulders saying, wait a minute, you came down here to do this, but you're really not doing this. You got so completely off path. Let's wake you up and maybe get you on that path again. Yeah, I feel like that's what COVID was saying. You oh, can't. God, you, yes. you got to stop. Stop. Everybody, take a pill. Oh, right. it was. It was. It was a. It was a timeout. We will all be. It was home. a timeout. It's like y'all just well, need to chill. Go to your home and lock go, the doors. Go inside. Go to your room now. Yeah. I love COVID. <laughs> I'm an introvert anyway. I didn't even oh, notice <laughs> You didn't notice a difference, right? Masks, which if I never see another mask in my life, it'll be too soon. But anyway. I know, I, I get it, but look, that was another thing. To, yeah, we're mask getting mandates to another. Are coming back. The Witcher coming back? Mask mandates are just, I, I just so. finished reading that between the flu, the new RSV. variant of COVID and RSV, mm-hmm. it's the rise in the hospital has been incredible by people and people dying again. And so the masks are coming back. Yeah, the, that's my prediction back. for 2024. Carol, are you seeing something similar? You mean with masks? Yeah, and with illness, public health. I hope not. I do believe, first off, my personal philosophy is no country on this entire earth should ever be permitted to do gain-of-function research. I believe that should be completely illegal to do that. I don't care who it is, us, China, whoever. Secondly, masks don't work. I mean, I study a lot of the research. I've read numerous, numerous articles. Maybe the N95s work. Mm -hmm. The other stuff, I mean, if you wear a mask and you go out on a cold day and you can see your breath, you will see your breath coming through that mask. So viruses are so tiny that they can penetrate that. And Mm -hmm. so I personally don't believe they do any good. I believe there's probably going to be more fear mongering. See, that's the thing. We didn't even talk about fear. And I know we're... It's all fear. Yeah. But people are so easily bought into with fear. And once you know that you are an eternal being, and I mean, I'm not saying to be stupid about it and to go out in front of a bus or do something foolish, but once you really know in your heart that you're an eternal being and that you are loved 
unconditionally by God, by spirit, whatever you want to call higher power. There is no room for fear. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, fear has been used as it has in the past throughout human history to manipulate the masses. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Tara, wait, I don't want to interrupt you, but that's such an important point. But I do want to add to that. If you are manipulative, if you are able to be manipulated, because there is a difference. I can watch the news. I have friends. We're in the same room together, come from the same background. I'm watching the news, may get frustrated. My wife and I walk away without one ounce of fear of continuing to live. And my friends petrified. They've got to lock the doors. They've got to call new security systems and stuff like that. It depends, like you said, what's inside here that -hmm. will determine whether you have fear or not. I wanted to compound what you said. Absolutely. Well, and let me come all the way back to the beginning of our discussion today is this paradigm shift is this shift in consciousness, the way that we're looking at things and the way that we're looking at things within ourselves. I do believe that people are waking up and that hopefully part of that is that we're looking at how fear is being manipulative and controlling of us and we can say no more. But we are out of time. Usually uh, we could go on. I know it goes so fast. Wait, how do you mean we're out of time? (laughs) Which way? Meaning that I know that we have uh, a couple of us had appointments that we need. Oh, to okay. Oh, sh- well, don't you got to be careful no. with your choice of words in 2024. <laughs> Fair point. Fair point. <laughs> so I would love to give you both an opportunity to like shout out a plug. If you've got something coming up or your website or whatever you'd like to plug. And let's start with you, Vincent. What would you like to plug? Oh, okay. Well, anybody has to do is go to my website at vincentjenna.com. They can connect to my book or go right to Amazon to get it. It's on audiobook, The Secret That's Holding You Back. It makes a difference in people's lives because you've got to, most people don't believe what they think they believe, which is why things aren't working when they try to apply it. You got to get down to the core to know what you have to heal. That's one part. I do have my podcast, The, C- the Jenna Effect become unstoppable. So that was great. You spoke about that. I've got wonderful things coming up and the best way is just go to my website and you'll see the different events coming up. VincentJenna.com. That's Jenna with a G. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) All right, Carol, what do you have going on? What would you like to plug? Oh boy. My website, soulvisions.net. There you will find how to connect with me for a private reading through Zoom or the phone. I read internationally, actually, at this point, as well as nationally. I'll probably be back on Coast to Coast in the next several months. I've been very blessed to be a guest of George Norrie's multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really enjoy you know, reaching people that ordinarily I couldn't through that vehicle. And also, I will be doing a lot more teaching in this year. Uh, what's coming up next in February February 19th and 20th, the spiritual journey of the tarot. And we'll be talking about the archetypes, how they affect human consciousness as depicted in the 21 major arcana cards. And I also do um, quarterly, usually Zoom messages, very affordable. I want people to be able to attend. This is not about making a big pile of money. It's about service. And so Zoom messages for loved one contact through evidentiary mediumship. And all of this is found through soulvisions.net. May I just add too, everything I do, every interview, every podcast, every workshop, 
Facebook.com backslash soul medium, S-O-U-L plus the word medium. That's my mediumship page on Facebook. And uh, you can find everything I do there as well. That's great. And you just reminded me that I am starting a class in February, and it's about how to trance not only your oversoul, your higher soul, but the God source, your angels, and the higher ascended masters, be able to pull them down inside of you so their words become your words and you hear them better. So we're going to be doing that starting in February, and you can get that information at my website. Fantastic. Thank you both so much for joining today because I know you're both internationally known and respected mediums in your own rights, teachers, guides, et cetera, et cetera. I'm so honored that you took time to share with little old me. Well, so thank you for having us, Christy. I appreciate it. And Carol, it was wonderful being here with you. Yeah, same. Thank you. Thank you both. Radiate Wellness is an international community of holistic and alternative healers dedicated to helping you create spiritual, energetic, and physical well-being. To learn more about our practitioners, services, classes, and events, or to schedule an appointment, visit us at radiatewellnesscommunity.com. I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.